Welcome to the Flourishing Life Podcast. This is a podcast all about creating deep relationships and building a healthy community in which you can flourish. We are three friends who also happen to be related. In each episode, we'll be sharing strategies and ideas, as well as encouragement, in order for you to build a stronger community that helps you have a more fulfilling life. We're so excited to journey along with you as you create your own community. Friends, welcome to the Flourishing Life Podcast. My name is Brandy, and I am here today with my co-host, Brittany. Hey, Brett. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, I am doing well. It is rainy here today, which is kind of a change from how it has been the last few days. So I feel like it's kind of a cozy day. Yes, it is much more cozy, Mm -hmm. which given in the current times we are living in, many people are feeling very cozy (laughs) at home. Yes. All the time with their people, right? So no cozy. What, what the weather is doing, we are yep. still living in quarantine time. Yep. So for our listeners that are not in Oregon, here in Oregon, we have been in quarantine. And uh, this marks our third week. So we're recording on a Monday. And this marks going into our third week of um, quarantine for our family, where we haven't seen anybody, basically. And I think I've mm-hmm. gone to the store twice in three weeks. Mm-hmm. So very, very little um, human <laughs> contact. Yes. But you, on the other hand, have not been quarantined because you guys were in the middle of a huge trip, right? Yes, we were. We were. We had a big trip to Costa Rica and Panama for my husband's sabbatical. He gets a sabbatical every seven years. He gets a two-month sabbatical. So two months off of work just to kind of reset, recharge, Um, and so we planned a big trip. It was supposed to be a month long trip and it ended up Mm -hmm. being three weeks. Yeah. So, which is kind of disappointing, but also great that you got to go for a little, you know, like a majority of the time and it wasn't the way the timing worked out. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, I can't even feel disappointed about Mm -hmm. it only being three weeks because it was such a great trip and we, right had such a nice time and we still got to do almost everything that we wanted to do. And three Mm -hmm. weeks is still a really long trip, you know? Right. So we still had quite a good time. Well, I am super glad to hear that. And that we have talked about your trip coming up on the Mm -hmm. podcast quite a bit. And so today for our listeners, we thought it would be fun to live a little vicariously through you since many (laughs) of our listeners are probably in the same boat that I am. And we have not left our house in a long, long time. Yes. So you have been in quarantine as of this recording. How many days? Um, for a week. We got home for a week. last Monday and we were recording on, it's Monday, right? It's yeah. hard to figure out what day it is. I know. But... <laughs> yes. One day just rolls into the next. It's like, what's exactly, going on? Exactly. Exactly. So we have technically, I guess, been in quarantine. We flew in on Monday, so... Mm-hmm. since last Tuesday. And I right. actually just went to the grocery store for the very first time. So I have not gone anywhere for a week. Right. So yes, I've been, which is, yep. Doing the quarantine thing. Going to our <laughs> quarantine life. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So let's take us out of quarantine life a little bit and tell us about your trip. How was it kind of What did you see? Tell us kind of an outline what you did first. Yeah. So we flew into San Jose, Costa Rica, Mm -hmm. and um, we we took a a red eye from Mm – we left Portland at like 1130 on Sunday night, Sunday, March 1st, and then we got into San Jose the next afternoon at like 1. 
Um, and then we went down to Manuel Antonio, which is, it was like a three hour drive, two or three hour drive through Costa Rica. And we stayed on the coast there at like a little hotel just to get adjusted Mm -hmm. a little bit to like being gone and, um, all that stuff. Um, and so that was really fun. Um, and then we went from there, we went down to the Osa Peninsula, which, well, when we were in Manuel Antonio, it's right by a national park, I think it is what it was. Um, mm-hmm. And so we went on like a animal tour, I guess. I don't know. Oh, our listeners are not surprised. <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of animal things happening on your vacation. So many animal things. Um, well, at our hotel, it was called the Jungle Beach Hotel, I think. And um, they, there was like monkeys everywhere. So before we even oh. got to our hotel on the way down, there was this lo- yeah. like people like standing on the side of the road when we came around uh-huh. this corner and we looked up and there was a sloth climbing across the telephone wires, like directly oh above the road. <laughs> and it was hilarious. So we saw a sloth before we even got to our hotel. Oh my goodness. Um, the first of many sloths that we saw. So, and they yeah. move exactly like you would think, like so slow and right. just like hand over hand, like just lazy. So, um, so <laughs> all that, the time in the world. Yeah. All the time in the world. So that was fun. Um, one thing that was a bummer about mm-hmm. the being in Manuel Antonio is um, Bennett got sick um, mm. when we were there and this has happened before, um, when mm-hmm. we've taken kind of tropical vacations in the spring, I think we're, we're seeing a pattern now. He gets kind of like sun poisoning, oh. um, and, and like throws up and gets like uh-huh. a rash all over his back sure. and stuff. And so it's, it was pretty shocking and surprising. And then I said, uh-huh. Oh yes, this happened when we went to Hawaii <laughs> last year. Right. I've done this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deja vu. And so we realized with Bennett, like we just have to be really careful with him the first couple of days, kind of adjusting to the temperature and the sun and the different weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of an interesting thing. But, and then we moved on from there and we went down to, we drove down to the Osa Peninsula. Um, and that was quite a unique experience. Um, uh, it was a little bit out of my comfort zone. We oh. drove, well, first of all, the roads are like dirt, like, and so you drive like 40 miles an hour. Luckily we had like a four, four wheel drive, like pathfinder or something like that. Right. Um, but we got to the house late and the, um, it was open air. And so oh. it was two stories and there was, it's just kind of mm. like half walls all the way around the downstairs section. And mm-hmm. you had to put these little like gates up in front of the opening. So the frogs didn't like come in and poop on the ground. <laughs> so- this sounds like so much fun already. What an amazing <laughs> trip. We could just end the episode and now. <laughs> so I was like a little bit traumatized when we first got there because it was dark and it was hard to find and there's like no walls or windows. And right. I was upstairs where like the bedroom area was. It was all just like a big uh-huh. porch kind of. Um, okay. And you sleep in like a mosquito net goes all around the bed and you have to like tuck it up under and then you look up and there's like geckos on the ceiling above your bed. It was oh 
But anyways, oh I was upstairs and we had been there like 20 minutes and I look over and there's this thing on the ground that it's like upside down and it's probably the size of like a large lemon, like not even a small lemon, but like a large lemon and oh. its legs are just like, uh, it's like oh. an upside down bug, you know? Oh, and gosh. I, um, just started like screaming. I was like, Rylan, Rylan. <laughs> And I was freaking out. And it was a a beetle. It was a beetle that had oh. flown in and got like turned upside down and couldn't turn over. And he came up and he like picked it up and he's like, wow, this is the biggest beetle I've ever seen before. <laughs> <laughs> and I may or may not have gone into the bathroom by myself and cried. The bathroom was also oh open air. So... There's that. Wow. Like, it's kind of like a taller wall. It was like, okay, um, kind of like like shoulder height. So then when you were in the shower, uh-huh. like if anyone pulled into the driveway, you could like see. Right. Like they could just <laughs> see like convenient. the top, like your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, here's my neighbor. Just a second. I'll get out of my shower. <laughs> oh, well, one time I was taking a shower and then like, well, the other weird thing about this place is all these people kept coming over. Because oh, no one gosh. was there to greet us. And so uh-huh. then, like, in the morning, these, like, people showed up with their dogs. Well, then there was, like, a dog. A random dog showed up. And then we saw notes that it said, we have our dog there. Feed it every day. And we were like, oh, okay. So we're supposed to feed this dog. You're basically pet sitting in an open-air house. <laughs> with lots of bugs. But then we found out okay. that it wasn't the same dog. Apparently, there's like a different oh, dog that showed up. Anyway, you're feeding the wrong feeding dog. The wrong dog. <laughs> well, we couldn't find the dog food, so we just gave it water. But um, then the like caretaker showed up, and then they were talking to us, and then this other guy shows up, and he starts talking, and he's like a friend of the owners. The owner lives in this state. I don't know. I'm not really sure. And then he was like, "So, um, have you seen like a pair of black sweatpants around? Because I can't oh, find gosh. my pants. I think I left my pants here." And we were like. <laughs> what? Why did wow. why did you leave your pants here? And why were you even here in the first place? So oh, um, that was kind of an interesting thing. But we kind of settled in there. We stayed for mm-hmm. four nights, I think, and it got better. We didn't see any uh-huh. like big bugs after that one. Your first one. Huge mm-hmm. beetle. Um, but we saw mm-hmm. lots of parrots like scarlet macaws, which Reed really wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, so then we left there. We took a ferry. Mm-hmm. We went up into the mountains, and we stayed at this super cute little um, hacienda, and it totally made up for the open-air place because it was, like, adorable <laughs> and decorated Aww. so cute. And yeah, um, so then we did that, and then we went down to the other side, the Caribbean side of the um, mm-hmm. – of- of Panama. So we were into Panama now. And then, um, we stayed on an Island and then we moved from there up into like the mountains, kind Mm -hmm. of like a different area. Uh, so we went, we went to an area called Bocas del Toro and there was like, it was like a lot of islands kind of together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we were supposed to go towards the end of our trip. We were going to go to, um, to the San Blas Islands and mm-hmm. sail down there. We had booked a sailboat. We weren't going to sail because we don't really have those skills. I mean, we have like right. minimal sailing skills. Um, yes. 
but someone else sailed the boat. Uh, right. And they shut down all of that area because of the coronavirus. And uh-huh. so, because it's like an indi- indigenous culture there. Um, right. The people kind of live really primitively. And so uh-huh. they weren't letting anybody at all go in. Like you could uh-huh. go, you could only leave. And so we, our sailing trip was canceled, but luckily we were already kind of up in the island areas. Sure. Um, and so we were able to book a different sailing trip where we were, um, Mm -hmm. for just like a few days later. So that was really nice. And we went out sailing on a boat, um, Mm -hmm. and it was really fun. We had a really good time. Um, and it's so funny to hear about you going, and then we went here and then we went there because it just seems like it so has not been reality for people right now. Oh, I know. Just to like, we drove here and then we drove there. Well, it's like, even you know, what, what are you talking to about? To go anywhere. <laughs> right. And so there's this thing called leaving your house. What? It's getting so, crazy. Yeah, exactly. So. so was that the only portion of your trip that did, besides having to cut it short, that did get, yeah, you know, that ruined? got canceled. We had like a few... Um, We didn't get to see Panama City at all. Mm -hmm. Like, we went um, into Panama City. We stayed there. We got there at night, stayed there, and Mm -hmm. left the next morning for the airport. So we didn't get to see, like, the Panama Canal or anything. So we had a few days booked down there um, Uh that we had to cancel. But the sailing trip was really kind of the big thing for us. Um, Sure. So we have decided that we would like to go back and finish like that mm. part of the trip, um, see mm-hmm. the canal and go to the San Blas Islands. Cause it's something we still want to do. Um, right. I mean, we wouldn't go for a month, but, um, if we, we figured if we went for like 10 to 14 days, it'd probably be right. still a big trip, but, um, enough time mm-hmm. to kind of do the other things that we wanted to do. Yeah. Was it surreal being gone and on vacation when you knew things were kind of, ramping up with the coronavirus around the world? Um, well, we were not personally afraid for our safety because the area Mm -hmm. that we were in was really remote. Um, and -hmm. there weren't any reported cases where we were in Mm -hmm. the North or Ryland keeps telling me it's not North and South. It seems like it should be more North and South. I think it's East and West. Um, Mm -hmm. but wherever we were either East or West or North or South. Right. (laughs) Um, they didn't have it. It was just in Panama City while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, I felt bad that we were mm-hmm. still like going about our vacation and like living sure. our best lives in, on the beach and right. other people were in quarantine and getting sick. And, you know, there was a lot of tragedy right. happening as well. Um, yeah. But we felt pretty fortunate that we got out before and we still got like a three-week vacation in because we've been planning for this for well Ryan's known for seven years that he was going to have this this sabbatical so this has Mm -hmm. kind of been a long time coming for us sure Um, and I know a lot of other things are happening for other people and it's worse you know there's a lot of other people missing vacations and stuff but so we felt really blessed that we got we got what we did you know right Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even cutting short. Cause you guys kind of got out of Panama at the very last little bit, right? Yes. The last day to leave was Sunday. They said, you need to leave mm-hmm. 
by Sunday or you might not be able to leave like for a really long time. We don't know how long, but we're closing right. the border. So leave now or stay indefinitely. Um, right. Did so. you consider staying at the beach indefinitely? Oh, well, <laughs> I kind of did. I was like, well, should yeah. we go home? Like, I don't know. Maybe we should stay. I know. <laughs> but Rylan had to go back to his job. That was the end of um, his sabbatical. So he had to go back to work right. and, and just like, well, right. so how long are you stuck? Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. if they said I mean, it's going to be like right. another week, then maybe we would have stayed. But right, all the uncertainty. You, yeah. you made the best decision. So tell me yeah. a little bit how it was to be with all of your kids in Ryland, family dynamics. How did all of that go? Yeah, it was hard in the, the for the first probably like two to three days adjusting to that. Right. Um, Number one, we took the the red eye, like a night flight. And so everyone is just like suffering from lack of sleep. So I think that that was kind of a difficult thing to adjust to. And then Uh Bennett got sick. So then he's like throwing up in the middle of the night and we're trying to figure out like what's going on with him. Yeah. Um, And then honestly, just kind of like figuring out how to be together again, because Mm -hmm. he, in the first part of his sabbatical, he went to uh, Tanzania for 18 days. And then he Mm -hmm. was home for two days, like a day Mm -hmm. and a half. And then we left for a week and we went to Malta, you and mom and I. And so when I got back, like we just had a couple days and then we left on this big trip. And so we still weren't even very used to like kind of dealing with Mm -hmm. the kids together and that type of thing. So, um, but once we, got sleep, like recovered Mm -hmm. from that, kind of figured some things out. Um, Mm -hmm. We kind of just got into a rhythm of stuff. And Mm -hmm. honestly, like when your biggest decision is like, should we go to the beach now or should we read books for a little while here and go to the beach later? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like we didn't have like, should we start, should we just have like a cocktail now or should we just have like a bottle of wine? Like what should we do? Uh, (laughs) So, um, and the kids, I know, right. Um, the kids did so well. I could not mm-hmm. believe how well the kids did traveling. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when, when we left the Osa Peninsula and we went to Boquete, we left our, our house at eight 30 in the morning. We got mm-hmm. to the ferry two hours early unintentionally. Mm-hmm. So we had to sit on this dock for two hours. Right. And then we took a ferry, which was like a 45 minute boat ride across to the mainland of, um, uh-huh. Costa Rica. And then we took a taxi for an hour and then we oh walked across the border. We went through customs. Oh my gosh. We walked across the border, like carried our suitcases right. from Costa Rica into Panama. Once yeah. we literally just like walked across the line, we got in a taxi and we drove for 45 minutes to David where uh-huh. we rented a car and then drove for four hours to Boquete. Wow. It was a long day and they, I mean, they fought like argue and squabble right. or whatever, but they like, I cannot believe how well they traveled. And yeah. I've always thought like, I don't know, you know, there's, there's people that take their kids out of school and travel around the world right. for a year, do this or do that. And I've always thought, like, Oh, I don't really, that's not really us. I don't think the kids mm-hmm. would adjust well and it would be too hard in the suitcase thing. But, um, after doing this trip, I just think like, oh, we could do it. It would be wow. fine. Like we, yeah, we just had the best time. It was yeah. really great. We had such a good time. 
I do think it makes you, traveling makes you and if your kids are traveling with you, just be so flexible. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to learn and you show up early for things or late for mm-hmm. things or things are canceled or the wrong location or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so just learning that flexibility and how to adapt, I think is such a great skill. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And just, you know, the kids saw, we went through some areas where they live the circumstances are not good at all. You know, their houses Mm -hmm. are just literally put together with whatever trash they could find on, you know, random boards. And, um, Uh and so just to see like how fortunate we are to live where we live and, um, and even just conservation wise, like some of the places we stayed, um, we're on solar power. And so we had uh-huh. to be careful with like how many, how much we turn on the lights and like, sure you can't use a lot of water because the, a lot of the places, most places down there, um, the water is filtered rainwater. So they oh. only get water like when it rains, you know, and then they oh. have like bottled water. We drink a lot of bottles. Sure. Like we got big jugs of water. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like taking showers and stuff like that, like you had to be mm-hmm. careful, not, there's just not endless supply of stuff down. There. Right. You know, you just have to be more careful with stuff. So it was really good. Not that they ever suffered from not taking a shower. I would be right shocked <laughs> if Bennett even took five showers while we were gone. He just... <laughs> but it is, it's a different idea for your kids. Like I can't tell you how frustrated I get when I walk by a bathroom and the water's just like left halfway on. Yeah. And I'm like, are you guys kidding me? Like, yeah. did nobody notice this was mm-hmm. happening? Like you just washed your hands and then you just like walk out like what? Yeah. yeah. So if you live differently, like things like that would not be happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So it was good for them to see, um, mm-hmm. different stuff like that. Well, it sounds like everybody did really well overall. So what about, um, cause our co- podcast is about community and friendships mm-hmm. and relationships. So tell our listeners, how did you do, um, with just basically having your family as your community? How did that go for you, the kids, Ryland? It was good. I mean, I would like to say that we had like Ryland and I had these like monumental lifelong, like what are your dreams and goals, like discussions, <laughs> sure. you know, uh-huh. but a lot of times we just talked about like logistics of what we're doing mm-hmm. and, and where we're going and what we should eat and when we should shop or whatever. Um, sure. But I thought just the time together and just being like, you don't have anybody else to rely on or really like talk to mm-hmm. about things. I, I called you a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. so that was really good to be able to chat with you about stuff. And then I called another friend, um, once or twice and we kind of kept up on social media while mm-hmm. we were down there. Like when we would get service, um, or when the houses had Wi-Fi, which wasn't always the case or it was like mm-hmm. really bad. Um, but uh, for the most part, yeah, we just had each other. So, yeah. um, I think it was a really good bonding experience for us. And I'm not saying that my kids are like best friends now and they never right. fight. Like the, yeah. we did a lot of, um, podcasts and audio books uh-huh. for the kids. I got the Libby app, um, uh-huh. the library one, and right. I would download like audio books for the kids. Mm-hmm. And then when we had long car rides or if, you know, we just needed some downtime after playing at the beach in the morning, then we would just set them down and they would, or they would listen to like, they listened mm-hmm. to probably like four or five audio books and then like tons mm-hmm. of, um, they like stories podcast or stories mm-hmm. pirates, those yeah. two. Um, so they would listen to those and just kind of have some like 
chill time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Did you feel like you were prepared for your trip? Cause you spent a lot of time like talking and planning and thinking and buying and organizing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you did a good job? Yeah. I think that we did. We brought lots of, not lots. I mean, we brought uh-huh. games, um, that we played, I, um, there were like a couple things that we brought that we didn't Uh really use, which always bothers me. I, (laughs) when I pack or go somewhere, I want to use, like, I want to wear every single piece of clothing. I want to play every card game. I want to use everything because I don't want to feel like I overpacked and it's hard, you know, when you're going for a month with five people, um, right. To not bring too many things. The one thing that I did not take into account that I wish that I would have is some of my shirts that I bought wrinkled Uh really bad, which Uh, is not good for packing when you're like taking stuff in and out. And we didn't go places and like unpack and put stuff in, um, like drawers, you know? Right. I thought we were going to do that on the Osa Peninsula, but then it turned out that everything had to be inside a bag because the bugs would get in like crawl into things. Mm. So fun. A lot of bugs on this trip. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So many bugs. So many bugs, Mm. but um, we also saw really cool things like uh, monkeys, lots of different. We saw, I think there's four different species of monkeys um, in that area, and we saw Mm -hmm. all four. So we felt very accomplished by that. Very good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we saw multiple sloths, so that was fun. Um, Lots of parrots and Mm -hmm. different birds and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything that you like regret or wish you would have done differently about your trip? Besides my, besides coming home early. early. So it's coming home early and my wrinkly shirt. Yes. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I think I felt like we had so much stuff. We had two big bags. Like one was a Uh duffel bag with like a roller on it. And then another one Mm -hmm. was just a big bag. Um, I, and it took us an hour, usually an hour and a half to pack up every time before Mm -hmm. we left somewhere. So that was like when we were going to leave, we knew it was going to be like an hour and a half to two hours to just like put all Mm -hmm. of our stuff back in. It was pretty, um, crammed. Um, I, yeah, I don't think so. I think it went really well, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is awesome. I mean, that's what you want to happen. Mm -hmm. You went on a trip like that. And, but like you said, you guys have been planning it for years. And mm-hmm. so it's awesome to, to hear that it went really well. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, I mentioned this before, but Ryland, Ryland really planned the whole entire thing. Like yeah. he <laughs> did everything. And so, um, I cannot take, shout out to Ryland. Shout out to Ryland. <laughs> I cannot take any credit for the planning of the trip because he really did the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Um, so tell me now, what is something that you're really into? What are you really enjoying? Cause it's been super fun to hear about your trip, but life is a little different coming back and being quarantined and your kids are not back in school. Like you thought they were going to be, and you can't just catch up with friends and see friends and do it life how you are yes. normally doing. So what are you enjoying right now? What are you really into? Yeah, we came back to a much different world than we left. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I have recently downloaded the Marco Polo app and oh, yes. I made a group with, um, my like neighborhood friends, which uh-huh. everyone's moved out, but me and one other one. Right. But anyways, yeah. we have like a little group 
with our friends and we uh-huh. Marco Polo all day long. And so I feel uh-huh. like even though we are socially isolated mm-hmm. um, from other people, I feel like I'm even keeping up on their lives and like what's going on with them even more sure. than I used to. Cause we would talk, oh. you know, like uh-huh. once or twice a week or we would try and get together every few weeks for drinks or a walk or whatever. Um, but we right. didn't keep up on like a daily basis and we're videoing sure. and like sending yeah. each other messages and stuff. And it's actually yeah. been really helpful because I didn't get like the school emails of what the uh-huh. school situation is. And so I got on there and I was like, Hey, have you gotten anything? Yeah. And so then someone sent me something, which is good. Cause I didn't have it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's been super fun. I have really appreciated it. And Julia has even been chatting with her friend next door, her, mm-hmm. our neighbor, um, since they can't play, they send each other messages back and forth. So yeah, super fun. Oh. So that's what I am into. What about you? Well, I have been into um, Zoom, like many people. It is, I've used it for work for uh-huh. ever and in my classes forever, but now I'm using it more and more just with like normal life, yeah. which is such a funny thing. So we set up Zoom meetings for the kids so they can hang out with their friends and oh. see their friends. Um, our life group did a Zoom meeting last week. So that was super fun to be able to get together uh-huh. and see everybody on there. Um, so I've really, really been enjoying zoom. We have had a lot of changes at work, but because we have zoom, we've been able to do all of these calls mm-hmm. and still like see people and share screens and do all this stuff. Yeah. So it's been really great. So I know a lot of people are using zoom and it's so funny because it seemed like such a business thing mm-hmm. before, but now the kids know how to do so many things on there and they can play with it and use it and change their like pictures and the backgrounds and like all this stuff. Oh, so really? it's just been, I didn't even know you could do yeah, that. You- Yes, you can do a lot of stuff. It's funny watching all the kids get on there and them use it and all of that. So um been very, very into Zoom, like I'm sure many of our listeners have been as well. I know. If there's like a Zoom stock or something, I don't know if it's a public company, but it's probably going crazy yes. right now. Yes, uh, definitely. All of these like <laughs> virtual meeting things are definitely something that you should be investing yeah. in. Well, Rylan sure. and I have said like it's um, a lot of people... Like Ryland's company, they always had to go into work before, you know, and right. like you couldn't work from yeah. home. And so now mm-hmm. we're like, oh, what's going to happen now? Like when you're forced to work from home, what is that going to change? You know, right. like maybe Zoom will be yes. their answer too, to like working from home a few days a week or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, Brett and I spent a lot of time talking about that. Like how are companies going to mm-hmm. adapt? Because you realize how much time like Brett is probably spending an hour and a half to two hours in the car a day. And Ryland's spending probably over yeah, two, about hours two and a half hours mm-hmm. commuting. Yeah. So that's a big chunk of your day. You're in the car when you could be doing other things. And I don't know, after driving the car for a while too, don't you kind of feel lethargic? That's what I always I feel like. Yeah. You drive in the car for like an hour and then you're kind of like, Oh yes. so, yeah. Exactly. Just like that having to get re-energized, I feel like can be stressful. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happened. Yes. Brett is on his third week of, working from home and we have worked out a plan that's going very well yeah well did you guys kind of quarantine like pre 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 like law because now it's like a law here yes yes we started quarantining when it was like highly encouraged recommended like this is like best practice Mm -hmm. 
Um, we just thought this is best practice yes. for our family and something we can do. And then um, we did that for the first week. And then I think that after the second week when we started, then that's when Oregon came out yeah. with their ban. It's all, I have to admit, a little fuzzy. Oh, I know. Like what's happening? It, what day of the week is it? When did things happen? It all kind of all runs together. Okay. I have um, something. I'm going to spring this on you. We didn't um, plan for this. Oh, okay. But can you think oh, of one thing that you appreciate about quarantine or something that like good that has come out of it for your family? Oh, I think that I've just appreciated the freedom in life that I usually oh, have no. <laughs> to leave my house. <laughs> I appreciate all of my kids' school. I appreciate yeah. my kids' teachers. <laughs> no, um, I do appreciate those things, but I have appreciated being more interactive mm-hmm. with the kids' school. It's actually a very funny. Luke has probably done more oh. school, and I've worked with him on school more the last like three weeks than I have probably his entire life, given yeah. he's only four. But um, he's very excited because he usually does like worksheets and coloring and little activities at school. So I do mm-hmm. very little at home with him. Um, so just some basic things we do to typically or whatever the girls play school mm-hmm. with him and they'll teach him some stuff, but it's actually been really fun mm-hmm. working with him because I typically do homework with the other kids, but then between three of them, I don't feel like I have a ton left over from <laughs> him, but now that they're doing it consistently, <laughs> he's doing it. So I have been, one thing that I do appreciate about quarantine life is doing more stuff with yes. Luke like that. Cause it's really cute to yes. see him get excited. Yeah. So what about you? Um, what are you enjoying about your I, quarantine uh, life? I, I don't even want to say this because I feel like I'm going to eat my words in like three minutes or maybe tomorrow, but, um, okay. I, uh-huh. I am, I am appreciating the family time and, mm-hmm, and maybe just, um, cause we've already been used to being together for three weeks. Cause now we've been, we've been together sure. for four weeks, mm-hmm. like. And we weren't quarantined. We were seeing other people and we were not stuck inside of our house. Sure. But I think that like we have already kind of adjusted to being the only people that we're really with, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think my kids are like doing well together, you know? Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Well, and this is, yeah, because. It's interesting because my kids, I feel like enjoy Mm -hmm. typically being at home and we do activities, but we're very intentional Mm -hmm. with the activities we do. And so we already spend a lot of time together. So given they obviously Mm -hmm. are in school and they're not seeing each other, but like nights and weekends and afternoons are basically Mm -hmm. all family time, you know? Um, So in that one aspect, I feel like we are spending obviously more time as a family, but also like we've right. already spent a lot right. of time together. Yeah. So you're not, yeah, it's not a shock. Mm-hmm. It's not a shock to them yeah. or to me. Right. And we do dinners together. So I know a lot of people have said, oh, mm-hmm. like now we're doing more dinners together and sitting down the table, but we've typically at mm-hmm. least five nights a mm-hmm. week, sit down and eat dinner as a family together. And so yeah, it's that not a is lot one of thing change. that's different for us is Rylan normally doesn't get home from work until mm-hmm. seven. And so on the rare occasion right. he comes on earlier, we'll eat together. Or if I really am behind and uh-huh. like every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but then usually it's just like Saturday night, Sunday night that we get family dinners. You know, I'll sit down with the kids and sure. then put a plate together sure. for him and he eats when he gets home or something like that. But um, it's been really nice sitting down at the dinner table together since mm-hmm. he doesn't have that commute time. Mm-hmm. So that's been really nice for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I do like this idea that I've seen floating around that once everything has stopped in your life, like basically you're spending way less money than you probably typically would have, mm-hmm. unless you're like crazy online shopping, but you're spending less on just things in general. Like you're not doing things with your time that you mm-hmm. necessarily would have done before. So just really having the opportunity to stop and evaluate and say like, what is important to me? Mm-hmm. What do I want to add back to my life? And what was I doing before that yes. really didn't bring me a lot of joy or happiness that I was just doing? Right. That's what I always did. So I do think kind it's a great opportunity re-evaluate. to stop yeah, and like reevaluate that. your time on stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listeners, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. We hope that um, hopefully it's given you a little insight what it would be like to travel with your family for an extended period of time. And I know I appreciate hearing all of your stories, Britt. It's been super fun. Um, so listeners, go ahead and check us out on the flourishinglife.podcast on Instagram. We post pictures and little things that we're doing, recipes, um, how we're loving our friends, and we would love to connect with you there. So thanks for um, joining me tonight, okay. Britt. And- Bye, listeners. Thank you for listening today. Please visit us at theflourishinglife.co for show notes and links to all our socials. 